Welcome to the Gum Guru Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Macon Singletary, and today's episode is called Unlocking the Mystery of Jaw and Facial Pain, Your Guide to Finding Relief. And Dr. Singletary, I'm excited for this program here, uh, not just because it's a very interesting subject. Uh, I was going to say a very sore subject, but I didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to venture into uh, that territory. Facial. <laughs> yes, of course. But uh, you've also brought in a special guest with us today, Lee Miller. Lee, thank you so much for being here with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, Dr. Singletary, let's let's start with the basics here. Someone comes in to see you and maybe they, they're experiencing some jaw or some facial pain. What, what's the first thing that goes through your head? Well, you, like any examination, you got to figure out, you know, what's going on. You go through the medical history. You know, I get radiographs. <clears throat> I do my exam. And, uh, and then I, I ask them, I say, you know, how long has this been going on? you know, point to where it's a problem. Most of the time I may be one side or the other. And then, you know, I ask about, you know, medication sometimes can be an issue, but, you know, stress is an issue. And um, the way the teeth fit together can be an issue. So I had to rule out, is there a, a dental origin itself, like referred pain? Do they clench or grind? And so these initial examination uh, criteria or evidence of something going on is something I look at first and then I try to address the issue and that can be sort of nebulous um, uh, muscle pain people come in and say I have TMJ well everybody has TMJ <laughs> everybody has a knee joint you know, everybody, uh -huh. you know it's a matter of identifying is it muscle is it anatomical so I have to start there Gotcha. And, you know, for the patient, that's probably not something that they're thinking about. They just realize, hey, I'm in pain and I would like to not be in pain. So as, as you're going through these steps, uh, what are some of the causes that may that might be responsible for causing some of this pain? Uh, so you know, stress is one thing. Clenching and grinding, um, you know, even going through orthodontic treatment, post-treatment. But most of the time, and, and Lee could probably answer this too, you know, I'm sort of like the initial gatekeeper. And if I can't resolve the issue, mm -hmm. you know, if they have sleep apnea and they're clenching their teeth during the, during the night, you know, I can address that. Um, there are things that I do initially, you know, isometric exercises. You know, skeletal muscles have extensors and flexors. They both can't contract at the same time, or it's rigor mortis. You know, they're dead. Yeah. So you got <laughs> to get the, yeah. 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 And so you got to get the closing muscles to chill. So I may take them through some isometric exercises. I may take them through you know, anti-inflammatories and short term, not long term, a couple of days, moist heat. Um, and then if they, you know, I give it a couple of weeks with the isometrics and if they don't get better, then I'm going, okay, you know, point to it. It can be a radiating pain. It can be the point to the head. And at that point, if I can't resolve it, then Dr. Miller comes on board. There yeah. you go. I want to ask you, Dr. Miller, sure. a, a more about these causes because most of us aren't, I don't know, on a football field or in a boxing match right. where it Naturally. Might, there might be like a, a very logical correlation between why we're, we're experiencing <laughs> this pain, but that's not the case for most of us. So what are some common causes that you, that you tend to see? You know, when it comes to causes, causes can be uh, just, this, it can hit the spectrum. It can be something that's congenital in nature and you've just developed a bad habit over time. It can be that, you know, you were hit in the head with a dodgeball, all right, and you just didn't realize it until multiple years later. 
It can be uh, that you had an acute injury. You were running and, and you fell. Uh, or you I have a patient who was a pretty uh, serious biker and he uh, landed airborne after going airborne onto the hood of the car right and it was a pretty pretty serious situation so it doesn't have to be the weekend warrior type person it can be really anybody and and dr singletary really nailed it when he said you know it's multifactorial at at best right just kind of narrowing it down because it is such a complicated topic but at best it is multifactorial so you know you've got the psychological component are you somebody that is dealing with a lot of stress in your life right that's going to manifest itself into the physical and we're going to start to clench and brooks and grind and, and things of that nature which causes other issues right so what is the origination hard to say depends on the patient you know um, but I can guarantee you, you give me 10 people I bet you eight of them have got some jaw pain it's a very common thing that's very interesting and something that you know maybe we, we don't think about on an ongoing basis and I want to get to the point of uh, not recognizing this and not treating it because I, I can imagine that this is like most health issues is something that you ignore it's it's only going to get worse and you know we're, we're mentioning stress and for a lot of people we, we can take a step back and maybe find some ways to relieve stress but some people their their life situation maybe doesn't allow that for for quite some time so mm -hmm. what what should we do what can we do and what happens if we we ignore this and we don't seek a proper treatment well from my point of view uh if they don't get better, you know, I have to think about, is there a neurological component? <clears throat> Anatomical, like Lee is saying, Dr. Miller is saying, can be a factor. Do they have a, a torn disc? You know, do they have a, a ligament that attaches you know, the disc to the bone? Is it torn? Is there something really physical, seriously wrong that needs to be diagnosed with radiographic x-rays or something that shows the TM joint in a better fashion. Is there a nerve issue? You know, sometimes there can be a, um, a neurological aspect of this that, you know, it, it, it is a component that the, the site can be a part of it, but there is a physiological aspect or a physical aspect of it too that if it doesn't get better, it needs to be addressed because you start doing habit changes. You start to uh, accommodate for it and that can do your things and it can cause shifting of teeth mm -hmm. but also mentally it can affect your ability to concentrate and so you know I'm like like I say I'm sort of like the first line defense mm -hmm. you know once I see something that's not going right then I'll refer over to Dr. Miller and you know it's a it's a extensive exam you know mm -hmm. medical history you know going through oh, I guess yeah. you, you take radiographs, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, to, to get to where the problem is, and I don't want to say to the root of the problem because that's my specialty roots, <laughs> but, you know, to get down to the where, where how can we resolve this? Mm -hmm. um, if it don't go away after a couple of weeks, then there's something maybe more serious that can be addressed. Now, I can put a person in a bite appliance, and if I really think that's mm -hmm. going to be something that will help them, but I sort of screened that to begin with, you know. Um, but vitaplanses sometimes will take care of it. But usually the isometric exercises and the anti-inflammatories mm -hmm. and most heat, and if that doesn't do it, then then there's, you know, if they come in and they're pointing here, 
And I'm going, okay, let's get you referred over to Dr. Mm -hmm. Miller and let her look at this. Mm -hmm. So, Dr. Miller, uh, Dr. Singletary says, <laughs> this this is more in your wheelhouse. Yeah. What, what happens from there? Well, so, you know, just to kind of bring it full circle, he was talking about first line of defense. A multidisciplinary approach is the only way to address this. You're not going to get to the root of it, mm -hmm. if you will, uh, pun intended, right? Uh, but you're not going to get to the root of it if you you just look at it from the PT physical therapy point of view or from the dental point of view and that is because there needs to be a marriage between the two because they are so symbiotic a proper splint right is essential to allow for the muscles to relax think of an angry person in a room right you walk into a room and a person is really upset well, you're not going to try to reason with them in that moment. There's just nothing going on there, right? It's just like a wall. A muscle is the same thing. So muscles are meant to move things. They're also meant to stabilize things, right? But if they're upset, meaning they're too tight, we're not getting anywhere. And that's when you start to get pain. Pain is just a communication tool. It's just something that the body says, okay, something's not right. Now, are you, you know, like he was saying, is there something going on with the disc? Is this something inside the joint? So that would be more symptomatic. Are you listening to yourself pop and click your joint, right? Are you somebody that um, your jaw pops out? when you know you talk sometimes um, or yawn that's a really popular one a lot of people may come and say well I'm not really in pain but look what I can do with my jaw and, yeah I take it to the side and it's like okay that's not good you know that's that's not a fun thing to do please stop <laughs> um, but uh, absolutely when they come in what I do is from there if they have any imaging radiographs from uh, their dentist or dental specialist then um, I take a look at those review those um, and I'm looking for where the jaw sits inside of its of its house so essentially the condyle in the fossa type deal if we're throwing out words there but um, then what I do is I assess the muscles right I get inside right we're gonna get down and dirty we're gonna go in the mouth um, we're going to feel on those muscles and and I'll do a couple of, of cool moves to to see what hurts and what doesn't if you will um, and once we kind of get to the root of that then we go into treatment um, and it's it takes about eight sessions once a week uh, and truly, that's because tissue healing takes time. You know, if you are somebody who's had jaw pain and you've had one or two treatment sessions here or there, um, and it's mostly been, let's say, quote unquote, dry needling, because that's the craze of everybody right now. That's just what we like to call symptomatic uh, treatment, which means that it's going to come back. It's just a matter of when and what you're doing, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So um, that makes sense. And uh, I, I did want to sort of circle back to the. Uh, the treatment road because thankfully someone comes in and they let you know hey I've been experiencing this and you you can lay out the treatment options what is that relationship like once we, we've started that road of treatment well it's if, if that doesn't resolve you know then then you know, there's, there's a referral but there's you know there's there are things too that happened in the jaw joint you have osteoarthritis mm -hmm. and you can hear that when the person when I open and close I hear like paper mache crackling mm -hmm. you know that's one issue and then there's rheumatoid arthritis too so those things are significant mm -hmm. and they're ongoing and long term but 
Um, if I can't resolve it with the anti-inflammatories or, you know, like Lee was saying, they come in and they open wide and say, when I open this, I, I, I hear a pop. I said, well, don't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah First, they, stop I, doing that. Yeah. I mean, they open up four fingers wide. I'm going, you don't normally do that, do you? He said, no, well, don't do that. Right. Uh, and sometimes it's a matter of not doing that repeatedly, and they're fine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, go, it gets better. But after a couple of weeks, if it doesn't resolve, then, then right. they get a referral because, you know, you, you know, Dr. Miller may put them in a bite appliance that opens mm-hmm. up the bite a little bit and lets the muscles contract evenly. She does a little bit different appliance than I do, but that's mm-hmm. because she's treating the acute aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I see chronic issues over time that, you know, a bite guard that I make will take care of it. And, if, and I usually try to assess that first before I have the patient, you know, invest in a, an appliance like I make. But it's a, it's a, it can be nebulous. You know, that's where the initial exam is so important. You know, trying to ad- address, are there other things going on in your life that, that may be contributing to this? You know, and can we rectify that off the bat? Right, and you and you run the you run the risk. I always like to say, no, I'm not the hairdresser of the of the therapy world, right? Where where I get all the stories, but at the same time, you kind of do, uh, just because sometimes there are things that people internalize. So yes, making sure that they're aware that they, you know, may need to go speak to somebody if something is going on in that uh, arena, but also the communication between um the so it's not just a regular physical therapist and i do want to make a mention of that and the reason that i say that is because what i am is called a cctt it's a craniocervical temporomandibular therapist and there's only about 40 roughly of us in the country um there's five in the state of north carolina and um i'm the only one in the triangle so that sort of goes to the periphery of the state And it's not necessarily because it's the hardest thing in the world. It's just a very small niche. And what we are trained to do is to actually work properly with the dentist, right, so that the patient gets in a really optimal occlusal place, but also that their muscles um, can can calm down and, and not fight them. You know, so I'm always communicating, you know, with my dentist, uh, whoever they referred over back and forth to say, hey, you know, let's try this splint or let's, you know, uh, change it up here for a brief period of time because I think that this will be uh, more advantageous to them. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of factors that go into the treatment, and it is not an isolating situation. It's very much a, a you know, a symbiotic relationship, like I said. Well, Dr. Singletary, you always leave us with our action step before we conclude the episode. What would that be today? Just if, if you're having issues, don't ignore it. Get screened. You know, your health care provider, uh, you know, dentist, myself, you know, it's, it, you know, get somebody to look at it. Perfect. And Lee, if folks want to get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that? Absolutely. So um, my uh, business is Miller Concierge Physical Therapy. I have two offices, one in Raleigh off Glenwood Avenue, uh, right above um, Dr. Buckthall, what used to be Dr. Buckthall, it's now Dr. Mary Morgan Kaiser's orthodontic practice, and then in Durham off 55 and 54. Um, my contact, uh, my website, Miller Concierge Physical Therapy, can probably lead you to everything you need to know. Uh, but do not, um, my one thing I would say, pain is not always the answer or the, um, pain doesn't necessarily indicate that something new is happening. It's usually that something's been going on for a while and now it's upset. 
that's not what we want to hear. Right. That's not what yeah. we want to hear. But that's yeah. that's why it is so important to have that pain addressed and bring it up. Make sure you're getting your visits regularly. Lee, thank you so much for coming on oh, with thank us you today. For we me really appreciate you. Yeah. it. On behalf of Dr. Macon Singletary, I'm Jason Kong. You've been listening to The Gum Guru. If you would like to know more about ways to make sure your smile is healthy or more information on any of the treatments in today's discussion, check out their website at NorthRaleighPerio.com. If you have other questions you'd like to have answered on the Gum Guru podcast, send them to contact at NorthRaleighPerio.com.